Amanda Seals show. It is the Amanda Seals show. That's what it is. It's Monday. It's May 7th. It's May 8th. You're, you're, you're in the wrong universe, Amanda. No, I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> I have a watch that supposed to tell me the date uh-huh. but for some reason the date like does not advance sometimes and so I'd be really like lo- just in the world on right. the wrong date like on a regular basis I mean I have to like manually change my car's time because I never jumped for it and I was trying <laughs> I was trying to just like wing it I was like I was an hour ahead but at some point it got me like messed up I'm like wait what time is it am I late am I on time the next question is why haven't you just reset the car the clock well, I finally did that. Did you figure it out? Because I know a lot of people don't because they can't. No, I figured it out. It was just like an extra step I wasn't willing to do <laughs> until it got me like confused. Like, wait, am I running late? <laughs> sometimes you're like, oh, I'm on time. Then you're like, wait, am I am on I- time? <laughs> <laughs> I know about it. Well, you guys are right on time for the Amanda Seals show on this lovely Monday. You know, I love a Monday. It's just like the opportunity for like a lot of new, fresh things to happen. And, you know, who knows? Maybe this Monday we'll see the fall of fascism. We, who knows? <laughs> who who knows? Who knows? Uh, but actually what we can promise for you on this Monday is that Jeremiah, like the Bible and I, are going to bring you nothing but the laughs and the facts mm-hmm. and all the spaces in between. That is correct. And we're going to start with Black Hero News. What do you got coming up this hour? Coming up, we have eight alleged fake Trump electors in Georgia. Except the immunity deals. So somebody might be going to jail. You know, but I want y'all to stick around for that because like that headline may mean nothing to you. Mm. But like once Jeremiah and I break it down, because that's what we had to do for ourselves. It was like, oh, wait, that's what's going on. (laughs) Also, things got kind of crazy, apparently, between Chris Brown and Usher at a skating rink in Vegas. That whole sentence is absurd. A skating rink, Chris Brown, Usher, (laughs) Las Vegas. Let's be out here to the group chat with a question about relationships. Could you share your man with somebody if he gave you everything you wanted? Mm. You know, that's what you talk about on the internet. I know, I saw. So we got to talk about it too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the yeah. listeners have thoughts as well. I'm sure y'all do. I'm sure y'all do. You know what? I'm sure y'all also have a desire to support Smart, Funny, and Black. And maybe you cannot come to the show, but I'm going to tell y'all a way that you can support it. So we are actually taking donations to be able to provide people with free tickets who may not have the money to go to the show. And you know what? We're doing really, really well. We have already uh, got up to 65 free tickets. Our cap is 140. So we're really close to uh, halfway. And we would love to be able to provide as many as we can, which is 140, with people with free tickets. So if you want to support Smart, Funny, and Black, all you got to do is donate at smartfunnyandblack.com. And uh, every dollar counts. Every dollar counts. But if you actually are in L.A. and want to go to the show, you can go to amandaseals.com and get your tickets. The Smart, Funny, and Black happening May 18th at the Novo in downtown L.A. And we've got Jalil White versus Wayne Brady. It's going to be a good old time. Like it always is. Every Smart, Funny, and Black show is a great time. Don't you want to be in the crowd doing this? Smart, Funny, and yeah, that's like people in the audience doing that. Like, we didn't just, like, make that up. All right? So, look out for that. And look out for us. We'll be right back with you. Stay connected on all social media at Seal Said It. And give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See you, Amanda Seal Show. show we are here on a monday it's jeremiah like the bible in the building to get into some black here news let's tell the people about what a fun a fake trump elector is 
So just to catch you guys up, if you don't know what's happening, eight of the 16 Trump fake electors in Georgia have accepted immunity deals in the Filson, Filson County DA Fannie Lewis investigation into Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election. So this ain't the case <laughs> with the with the New York district attorney. No. This ain't the case, the civil case with the uh, rape. No, this ain't the case with the documents down in Florida. No, man. What? These are the fake electors in Georgia. So this is when he tried to steal the election in Georgia yes. and basically called Georgia and was like, can y'all find the votes needed for this to happen? <laughs> so eight of the electors in question make only like half of the 16 like of the electors in question who met at the Georgia State Capitol on December 14, 2020 and signed a certificate declaring falsely, falsely that Donald Trump won the presidential election and declaring themselves quote unquote, duly elected and qualified electors. So can you please tell me what an elector is? So electors basically, essentially, when we cast our vote into the electoral college, so uh-huh. every state has their own number of votes, the electors vote on our behalf, essentially. So these people was was playing with that system. Which is also, by the way, a messed up system, yeah. right? Because if they wanted to, they are actually able to cast a vote that is not representative of the electorate that they represent. Right, right. Why? Like, why isn't it just we voted? Those votes are the count that mm-hmm. wins. That's why. Well, you know, because also, too, you have, like, a lot of times the popular vote is way different than the electoral vote. People were like, well, how did this person win? Because they count the wins based off electoral votes. Yep. And the electoral votes in 2020 were actually very sketchy. Well, there was a big fear that they were going to actually go against the way the constituency and the popular vote had voted. Right, right, right. So what you're telling me, though, is that these electors who have to, like, be certified Mm -hmm. to be the person that is going to represent the vote. Yes. They were not certified? They were not certified. So they were phony balonies. It was phonies. They had certificates. Scamming. What in the Jason Bourne? Multiple identities? These folks was ready. These folks are ready to take down democracy at any at any cost. At any cost. You know what? Here's not the thing. A, at at a uh, in a trial. And 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 it's 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 wild because what they want to do extends far beyond Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just showing Jeremiah a video today that we will actually post on Seal Said It that really speaks to the fact that there's a whole movement going on behind the scenes of donors who have a lot of money and who are of Republican mindset that are trying to undermine the voting rights movement of America, not even the voting rights movement, just voting rights laws. Right. And they are doing everything they can. And if Trump had won in 2020, they're like, well, we wouldn't have even had to do that because Mm -hmm. I guess Trump was just a big part of their overall plan of what they're trying to do, which has no end either. Plus, Biden was able to flip a lot of states like Georgia. They was counted down to like the The every single ballot, like which is how we end up in this situation right here. Mm -hmm. So if you got eight (laughs) electors who are. took immunity, mm-hmm. that means that they're about to tell the truth. They're about to tell the truth. They're not trying to go to jail. <laughs> You're going... <laughs> that just made me think of The Simpsons. <laughs> Your mom's in jail. So's yours. Want to play? I'm screaming. <laughs> well, we will keep you all up to date on this because any story that makes the case that Trump might go to prison is one that we are absolutely going to be on top of. We got more Black Green News when we get back. They're not going to prison, but they was definitely going to blows, apparently. Chris Brown loses it. Right, against Usher at a state party. <laughs> it will, the sentence will never not make me laugh. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And I don't know what you was doing this weekend, but folks was in Vegas at a roller skating ring mm-hmm. watching Usher and Con. Comment. Why did I say comment? <laughs> watching Usher and Chris Brown. That is correct. So if you didn't know, Usher hosted a surprise 34th birthday bash at the Skate Rock City in Las Vegas for Chris Brown's his birthday on Friday. For Chris Brown. For Chris Brown, yes. Okay. And then Hollywood Unlocked reported that the two RB superstars fought before the night ended. Fought. I think I I do feel like that has been a bit sensationalized. I mean, it's the blogs. Who who really knows? You know, it's always the sources said. The sources said. So according (sighs) to them, an intoxicated Chris Brown became disrespectful to Tiana Taylor. We have a a third party added. Okay, another army singer. (laughs) Tiana Taylor at a certain point during the evening, and Usher basically just tried to like reconcile, figure out what's going on. Chris apparently didn't like that. Didn't like that. They would make it outside, and then allegedly. Chris Brown's crew jumped Usher. Yeah. And they say, reports say that Usher ended up with a bloody nose after the scuffle. You know, I have one burning question. What's your question? Why was this not a dance off? Like this is the perfect opportunity to actually see who got served. And after all y'all talked all this mess about how Chris Brown could beat mm-hmm. Usher in verses, which I'm still upset about, this was really a chance to show, like, you know what? We don't got to go to blows. <laughs> we can go to R&B. In they the had, Yeah, they should have had a runoff. Then they could have had a dance-off. Then they could have had a handstand off. I mean, so many options. Not a handstand off. This is actually so sad to see. I mean... It, this is the first time I've seen people like literally like not disown Chris Brown, but not on Chris Brown's side. Cause you know, obviously Chris Brown has a very uh violent past, so to speak. And people mm. usually are like, let Chris Brown be. You know why? Because alone. listen, Jeremiah, Chris Brown's very obviously like a broken person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I think people who know him, like I remember meeting Chris Brown when he was 16. He was running it. Yeah. And he was just like such like a nice young man. And then just like a series of events took place. Mm-hmm. And people taking advantage of him in very, very deleterious ways that just, you know, turned him into this other person. And he also doesn't have like the best people around him, clearly, because mm-hmm. they jump in U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. <laughs> like they took, no, baby, tell me what you want to do way too literally. They're like, I tell you what I want to do. We about to go for blood. So I think that's why people have like a, a special kind of leniency for Chris Brown. Well, they ain't have it this time when it came to Usher. They was like, do not lay a finger on Usher. If Usher has a hair out of place, it's going to be a problem. He'll be fine. Hopefully. The the vocals may be a little stuffy, Mm-mm, but... Yeah. If they stuffy, I'm So you're going to Vegas? Vegas? I am. <gasps> jealous! See, Usher skate. Dun, 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 dun. I'm jealous. I need to make my business to go out there. I'm just more, more so focused on Janet. I'm, I'm really trying to make that happen. So. You got to make it happen. That's, I had to make it happen with Usher. I was waiting. I said, I'm going to wait. Wait, maybe somebody go with me. I said, no. Are you going by yourself? Yes, I said, no excuses. I'm, I'm so impressed because that's the way to do it. That's why like with Smart Funny and Black, people be like, oh, I'm waiting for my friends. I'm waiting for my friends. No, get your tickets. You're not mm. even going to need nobody else to be there with you. You're going to have a good time because the whole experience got you engrossed. Waiting for your friends or are you waiting at home? Go to AmandaSeals.com. Don't wait at home. Go do it now. All right? When we get back, that's it for Black Hero News. What do we got coming up? We're headed to the group chat. Ooh. We got a question. Could you share your man with somebody if he gave you everything you wanted? We got to get into that. The fact that this is even a whole topic that people are talking about, but it really is a topic that people are talking about, just says mm-hmm. so much about where our society is. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we about to roller skate like Usher and Chris Brown. <laughs> into the group chat. <laughs> into the group chat. Yeah. What do we got? So on the internet, per usual, this clip from Beyond and Share came across my feed. And I had to share it with y'all. They <laughs> you just had to. You just had, had to. to. So we go play it real quick. So could you share your man with somebody if he gave you everything you wanted? I share these men for less because they're going to go cheat anyway. They're going to go cheat anyway. So if I know for sure that he's going to give me everything I wanted, I will voluntarily share. Because we involuntarily share these men all the time. They cheat. My man probably cheating as we speak. I don't give a damn. I'm working. Literally. That, that's it? That, that's where we are? She said she working. She don't know if he cheat. But she said he, if he give you everything you want, does it matter? Well, that means that you don't want commitment. That's fair. So, you know, if everything you want is Mm -hmm. things that are not going to be impinged upon with cheating, but I'm going to tell you this. So let's say everything you want is financial. Right. So at what point does him cheating affect that? Because cheating ain't free. That's true. He buying her the same bags probably. I'm just saying. Okay. So let's say you want quality time. Right. Well, baby, at some point there's going to be a conflict. Right. When you like, why am I, why am I celebrating Valentine's Day on the 15th? <laughs> you like, what's going on? Let's say you want to travel. Mm-hmm. Well, at some point, I feel like there's going to be some situation where you're on that trip. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, I got to go. Yeah, me. Her birthday coming up this weekend. <laughs> I got to go step aside. And now what you have in your mind is is he going to call Shorty or like is he going to call is he going to do something? So I, right. My point though is that I'm not saying that there are women who think this way because there absolutely are, but mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of women who are trying to think this way to just make it okay to put up with treatment that is really indicative of someone's lack of character. This whole idea, like all men cheat, I think is a narrative that is not true, mm-hmm. and I think that even if People have cheated. That may not be just how they live their life. Right. And I think that when we support it, we are basically saying like your word as as your bond doesn't Mm -hmm. mean anything. Right. I agree with that. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I feel like having a conversation or whatever, if like you want to cheat, I feel like you shouldn't have to cheat. I feel like have the conversation. Like if you want to do so, uh, have somebody else on the side. A lot of times some people are open to that. They like, you know what? You have your thing going on. You, I have my thing going on. It's whatever. I think when there's like the deceit happening, you can't, even that giving you everything you want, the deceit is going to like. That's what I'm that saying. You can't. That's what I'm saying. Because you want to kick with somebody else, just say that. And maybe I want to kick with somebody else. And we got an arrangement. It's like we here Monday through Friday, but Saturday and Sunday, we in the streets. Call me traditional because I'm not doing I mean, none I'm of that. Not, <laughs> with the people. Check out the latest season of Couples Therapy on Showtime. A lot of times people be trying to be the cool girl. Mm-hmm. Don't work out. I'm not cool. Don't, don't <laughs> cheat on me because I'm going to leave you. All right. There's that. Well, what do you all think? Could you do it? Could you do it? Could you stay with somebody if they were cheating on you? But I mean, is it really cheating if they're if you understand and know that they're doing it and you don't care? Some people like silent cheating. Like, just don't let me see it. As long, I know you're doing it. Just don't let me sit on my feet. All right. Well, one eight five five amanda 8 is the number. Let us know your thoughts. We'll be right back with 60 Second Headlines. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're back here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And you know, there's.
there's some headlines that we just don't want to spend an entire break talking about, but we do think are worthy of telling you about. And so mm-hmm. that's when we put them in. 60 second headlines. Jeremiah, hit it. All right. First story. King Charles was given his crown at his monumental coronation following last year's death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II. All that was was a procession of stolen jewels from all the countries that they colonized. And I know Diana was up in heaven like, look at this book. Well, Diana's also in have looking at Shakira Richardson making her appearance at the Diamond League on Friday, where she ran the 100-meter race in 10.76 seconds, making her the fastest time in the world so far. See what happened? She stopped talking, she started running, and now she's going to keep on winning. All right, next one. Willie May celebrated his 92nd birthday. The Giants honored him in a local program created to give additional education opportunities for black students in San Francisco. I love this also because we need more black people in baseball. I mean, the uniforms, they fine. All right, last one. Because the MTV Movie Awards is the first big live awards show to air during the writer's strike, they've decided to do a pre-tape version instead. We better see how corny a lot of these celebs are when they're left to speak by their own devices. All right, when we get back... What do we got? We got students who are taking place in some nonviolent civil disobedience training. They're getting ready because we're in a revolution, Amanda. <laughs> Listen, people may not want to know. May, they may not want to believe it because it doesn't look like it did on the, the newsreels that we used to watch in class. But it is what it is. And we got the big up, let down. We get back as well. Keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. out there. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist rocking out with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And uh, today is the 128th day of the year, Jeremiah. That's a lot of days. That means there are then 237 days left in 2023. Also a lot of days. I have big plans. For the 237 days? That are left, yeah. Maybe I should get some plans too because until you said it, I don't really have no plans. (laughs) I mean, I know you're part of my plans. (laughs) So... Don't make so many plays. I'm screaming. Uh, it's also the start of Nurses Week. Shout out to the nurses. Shout out to the nurses. My mother is a retired registered nurse. And so that means all of our big ups for the week will be related to nurses that I know. The nurses be fly these days. You be seeing them on the internet with their little scrubs. They're not like these old nurses like you think of when you watch old shows. When you watch like Call the Midwife and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They like these young nurses. Okay. With BBLs and all that. We love it. It's like the teachers with the BBLs. <laughs> we're, we're here for it. We get it. You know what? Bodies have nothing to do with your ability to do the job. All right. Well, our job is to give you all some black news every hour. So what do we got? We got to talk about the students who are taking place in some militant, nonviolent civil disobedience training. I love this. They, they I mean, I hate it, but I love it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Also, actor Richard Drivers says that the Oscars new in- inclusivity rules make him vomit. That's very strong language. And Richard, Richard Drivers has like been around forever. Like he was mm-hmm. in Cocoon. He was in what was Richard Drivers in? He has an Academy Award himself. So well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you some movies because you're probably like, who is this white man? Why should we care about him? So I'm gonna tell y'all some of the movies that he was in when we get back. But you know, he's not a nobody. He was in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. He was in Jaws, Mr. Holland's Opus, oh, Stand By Me. Him. Like yeah, like he stakeout. That was my movie. A stakeout. Do 
what you wanna do. You see, that was to be that was before your time, Jerry. Way before my time. But what he was in my- he was in James and the Giant Peach, what we oh. were talking about. <laughs> now that I've seen. We were talking about last week. All right. It well, all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Plus, we got the Big Up Let Down coming up this hour, too. So stay locked for that. Yes, all the things. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can always go to wherever you get your podcasts and you can get the latest and the greatest episodes of the Amanda Seal show. You can actually binge all the episodes, okay? So don't get worried if you miss something that you're like, oh, man, I, they already talked about that. I want to hear about it. Well, baby, all you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and do that. And while you're there getting a podcast, you can also check out our other podcast, uh, Small Doses, my my latest episode of Small Doses is Side Effects of Mean Girls. Yes. Side Effects of Mean Girls. We're actually going to be talking about that as well. And um, before we go, I also want to remind you that you can get your tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black Live at AmandaSeals.com. It's going down May 18th at the Novo in Los Angeles. Wayne Brady versus Jaleel White. Two black icons. A black iconic show that you can't miss. Get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. All right. When we get back, we got more show for you right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah like the Bible. And they say life is like a cycle. I thought you were going to say they're like life's like a box of, box of chocolate. Nope. It's a cycle. <laughs> it's a circle of life. It's a cycle. We're on a globe so it's round which means you know everything comes back around mm-hmm. and it looks like we very which by the way this is very quickly. Right. We very quickly find ourselves back in the civil rights movement of the 60s. That is correct. Because Vanderbilt students organized the week of programming that included protest training in front of the Parthenon, welcoming potential members of the class of 2027 for Anchor Day. And they worked with Reverend Oseyefa Sekou on safe practices for nonviolent civil disobedience through the Tennessee Student Solidarity Network. So you showed me this video, Amanda. And they're literally linked up. They're like doing drills. It was giving SNCC. The Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee that was formed by John Lewis and Mm -hmm. Diane Nash at Fisk University and that actually was leading the charge of the uh, Woolworth counter sit-ins. And that is what actually brought Martin Luther King to a whole Mm -hmm. other level in the civil rights movement because he joined up with them. Like if you've seen the movie The Butler, they have like the little scene kind of where Mm -hmm. they're like, they're teaching the kids like how to react in like a nonviolent way. Yes. When people are like throwing things at you. They're teaching them passive resistance. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it was like when the police are trying to Ain't that something? Yeah. They're literally like, okay, so if you have tear gas, how do you move your hands to protect yourself if you have tear gas? All right. If there's um, pepper spray, how do you do that? Baton, et cetera. And you're watching this and simultaneously I had like a multitude of feelings. Mm -hmm. On one hand, I'm like, I'm so glad that they're getting proper training. Of course, the other feeling is that they need it. Right. That we're in and a place like this, this is happening in Tennessee, which is where the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee began at Fisk University in Tennessee. Yes. And so you're just like, so again, Tennessee is a breeding is a breeding ground for not only ridiculous racism and discriminatory practices, but mm. also young people rising up to fight it. What was also interesting was the diversity in the group. Right, right. Because in a sense, I think we're at a time with Gen Z where obviously there, I will never negate that there's like racial <laughs> term. One million percent. But I think within Gen Z, you kind of see more of like um, a unison or a. This is a problem for all of us. Right. Versus like, that's your problem. This is my problem, which I love to see. I do. You, we need, I'm tired of black bodies being on people being tortured on the ground for the sake of progressing the union. <laughs> Listen, it's very important, though, to see that 
folks are training these folks mm-hmm. because like in 2020, when we was in the streets and people was protesting, like mm-hmm. a lot of folks didn't know how to necessarily carry themselves right. or what, what were the practice best practices. And so now what this, what this signifies for me is organization. And I think too, I think it, for me at least, I think it takes away some of the anxiety of protesting because mm-hmm. when you kind of go like, I don't know what to do. Like if yeah. something happens, what do yes. you do? And that's like that, especially someone like me, it gives me more anxiety. Like, wait, if this goes wrong, what do I do? How do I handle that? Versus having the tools to kind of be like, this may happen, but this is how you respond to it in a way to keep you safe and keep you protected. Would you let your kids get trained in how they can get into good trouble? Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Also, a great read is uh, the late, great John Lewis's um, memoir, Walking with the Wind, where he speaks at great length and detail about how the... how SNCC was formed and why. So, you know, we all need to get our inspiration right now and continue to be inspired. And that's one of those ways you can do it. Read the words of ones who have been here before and done the thing. We'll be right here when we get back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. More Black Root News. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm already annoyed. I'm Amanda Seals. We have more Black Hero News, Jeremiah, like the Bible. We do. Mm-hmm. So in a recent interview on PBS's Fine Line with Margaret Hoover, Academy Award winner Richard Dreyfuss had this to say on the Oscars' new inclusivity rules. What do you think of these new inclusion standards for films? They make me vomit because this is an art form. It's also a, a form of commerce and it makes money. No one should be telling me as an artist that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is. And I'm sorry, I don't think that there's a minority or a majority in the country that has to be catered to like that. You know, Laurence Olivier was the last white actor to play Othello. And he did it in 1965, and he did it in blackface, and he played a black man brilliantly. Am I being told that I will never have a chance to play a black man? <laughs> he just keeps going. That's the, he'll never get a chance to play a black man. He said, Lord Olivier played a black man brilliantly as as if he is any judge (laughs) (laughs) do you understand like this is what happens when you have too much money Mm. and you got too many white friends and you're too old and you're just sitting around talking and then someone calls you and is like hey can we do an interview you like how someone called but it was a knock (laughs) (laughs) knock knock can we do an interview? And you're like, yeah. And then you do an interview that is the complete opposite of a Quincy Jones interview where it's like, yes, you're saying too much, but it is nothing crazy. anybody wants to hear. Well, let me also give clarification for those listening. The new guidelines state that any Best Picture nominee must hire a certain percentage of talent, either on screen or off, off screen, so on the crew, from an underrepresented minority group in order to be considered eligible among other criteria to achieve representation at the Oscars. Cause we know we've had, this is necessary. What people do not understand is that it would be beautiful. Jeremiah, if simply just being 
Talented. consciously. No, no. Oh. Simply just being consciously aware were enough mm-hmm. for people to do the thing the that right needs thing. to be done. Right. But they need incentives. Mm-hmm. And these people love an award. Oh my God, these people love an award. Eh? Mm-hmm. So they need the incentive of winning an award in order to simply just do the thing that they should do. And the reality is, is that a lot of these folks in Hollywood, they just hire the same people over and over again, right. which on one hand, I completely understand because you're like, I've already worked with these people. I already know their level of skill. I get mm-hmm. it. But the other part of it is that when we do not expand beyond, then it doesn't expand beyond. Right. And it just continues to be the same people in the same positions. And he's over here talking so much about, oh, I'm an <laughs> artist. We're an artist. How dare I? The beauty of art is its ability to expand. Right. So when you continue a limitation to that art, you are literally harming and paralyzing that art. Mm -hmm. In other words, Richard Dreyfuss. All these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. You think if he played Angela Bass's uh, character in um, Wakanda Forever, he would have got the Oscar? Absolutely. Because he was like, I did that. (laughs) I would have got it. That is funny. That is funny. (laughs) People say the darndest things. Listen, <laughs> what do y'all think about this foolishness? One eight five five Amanda eight. Do you think that this is helpful or harmful? Right. Because you know some people love to be like, we should just be happy with when they give it to us. This feels like a handout. Well, maybe hand it out. I'm gonna take a handout. Two hands. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. That's it for Black Hero News. What do you got next? Coming up, we have the big up. Let down. Let down. That is Yay! Correct. Keep it locked right here. He could have had to let down. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up. Let down. Big up, big up. Let down. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is your boy, Jeremy Like the Bible, joined by your girl, Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for your Big Up, Big Up. Let down. Today's goes to all week long. My big ups are going to go to my favorite nurses because this is nurses week. Today we are highlighting my hair stylist slash registered nurse, Nikki B. (laughs) I know you laughing, but I'm telling you, Nikki B is the truth. Now, not only has Nikki B done my hair and many others, she also was a hairstylist for Beyonce's uh, Black is King. Project. Oh, so she got credits. <laughs> credits. Okay. Now, in the midst of all of this, she's also a registered nurse and works in the ICU at a New York hospital. Okay. And during COVID, she was literally doing patients' hair within the um within the ward because you know during COVID, people couldn't have like their friends and family come visit them, etc. Right. So right. as a way to try and just help people be calm, you know, help people feel like they were supported, she was doing patients here in the ward. So she was blending these two skill sets. And she could have quit nursing a long time ago and just been on her hairstyle thing, but she was like, No, I feel like this is a part of my person this is a part of my purpose to be in service. And so she continues to keep a shift. That's dope because being a nurse is hard alone. Oof. Then you gotta go do some hair. But black is king. Ooh, I'm tired thinking about it. So shout out to Nikki B. She's also just one of the, obviously, one of the greatest people like ever, the kindest people ever. And I love her to death. All right. Today's Let Down. Y'all. So this Oakland A's announcer, Glenn Kuyper, used the N-word in a broadcast. You know what? Let's just play it and let me hear what you hear. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. 
You heard it. He was trying to say Negro League Museum. Now, this was his apology. Welcome back to Coffin. Welcome back to Coffin Stadium. I just want to a little bit earlier in the show. I said something didn't come out quite the way I wanted it to. Um, oh, you I just think? Wanted to apologize if if it uh, if it sounded different than I meant it to be said. What is this? And, and said I just wanted to apologize for that. How about you apologize for saying the er? Hard ER. The hard ER, okay? Also, Oakland, as we know, is black AF. You are at an Oakland A's game. Jeremiah's literally crying at how terrible that apology was. Crazy, because what are you talking about? <laughs> I apologize if, like, no. Something coming out the way that you didn't mean for it to come out is, like, you blurted something out, and right. it was just like, you know what? I could have been more mm-hmm. tactful with that. No, you... Said what you always say with your friends. A whole racial slur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you said it on air. And I don't know about anybody else, but like, I don't ever accidentally say the ER. No, no. That was intentional. It's, <laughs> so if you just accidentally saying it, that's because it's a part of your lexicon. Miss me. Because we all know that Negro mm-hmm. and Nick don't sound anyway. I can't even say it. And I. Come. Right, right, right. That is today's. Let down. The letdown is not only that he said it, but he really also tried to like act like like my bad job. <laughs> now apparently, uh, this wasn't even addressed till like much later in the game. It wasn't like he came back right after this and was like, "My fault, y'all." Like this is like literally the sixth inning where he's like, "Yeah, I, I kind of should have, would have, could have, but I don't know if you thought nobody heard it, but everybody heard it. They was like, "Oh, that sound right." <laughs> that don't sound. Different. And supposedly he is now suspended, but has not been fired because they're like, oh, it's alleged. What is alleged? We all heard it. And I saw somebody in the comments say, well, if it means anything, the head of the the owner of the Negro League Museum said that he's accepting his apology. And I ain't accepting it. And I don't know him. So I don't know where he'd be coming from with his politics. So I can't even trust that because if Clarence Thomas accepted the apology, that would mean nothing to me neither. Yeah. All right, now that's our of the day. Remember, this is Nurses Week, so make sure to show some love to a nurse you love. All right, we got more of the Amanda Seal Show when we get back. Don't move. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. We love that you listen, that you're always staying connected with us on our phone lines. And Amanda, we have a caller who is frustrated over the killing of Jordan Nigley, who was strangled to death by a Marine on a subway train in New York, as we know, last week. As you should be. And she has a lot to say, so let's check it out. Okay. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah. Like the Bible. Love you guys. Uh, this is Tiffany from Queens. You know, I've ridden the train since I was little. And you see homeless people on the train. You see mentally ill people on the train. You see both. Most of the time, homeless people are mentally ill. And yes, they may say and do kind of weird, crazy, sometimes a little bit scary things. But they like 95%, if not more, never touch you. So like there's no reason for us to be putting our hands on any of them. If you're feeling unsafe, you either A, don't make eye contact, just keep it moving, (laughs) Or be actually move and switch to another train car or see you must call the terrible police, call for help. But what you don't do is put your hands on someone like that. And people standing by, like, I, as soon as I heard the story, I'm like, I can't stand by and, and watch something like that. What would I do? That's what I initially thought of. Like, how are these people just standing around? So as you, Amanda, say, what are we talking about? <laughs> 
So I'm Tiffany from Queens and I'm stressed, but I love you guys and keep doing your thing. Bye. What are we talking about? Tiffany from Queens, I'm with you. And I feel you. I feel you. Even as somebody who was attacked by a houseless person on the train, I agree. There's the the we the way that death is wheeled out so casually, wheeled mm-hmm. out so casually at this point in this country. And yet this country loves to pretend like it is such a source of civility. And this, right. it's not like we're closer and closer living in like the Wild, Wild West where they're like doing well, five, 10 paces at high noon. Well, because in this case, you have two things that are. Um, at the the bottom of the social, uh, yeah. the social hierarchy. Uh, hierarchy of America, you have someone who is black and also someone who is um, homeless or who is in need that's that's of lower income status, whatever it is. And people see both those things as oh, they have Throw no um, value, like their lives don't matter. So when you see them, even when you see people talk about, you see people on the on the street just kind of who, who are in need. People don't engage with them. People that's why I love the episode we did with. Um, Shirley Rains on the podcast, Small Doses, about the side effects of Scare Row and really giving humanity to those people because we do have a lot of judgment. I'm, I'm, speak, I'm speaking not even just for other people. Me too. I check my own biases about, about stuff like that. you like, yeah. oh, how did I engage with that person? Would I want to be engaged that way? Because we are really one second from being outside. Maybe. For real. No, it's true. I mean, anytime that I am engaging with folks that are having a hard time, even if it's like you just at a corner and somebody has a sign, mm-hmm. you know, um, I make it my business to not just give them the money, but like give them a little word of encouragement, you know? Right. And I know somebody's out there listening like, well, that don't mean nothing, but you just never know what. Listen, I don't been at work with my, making money and needed a word of encouragement. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> and somebody gave me when I'm like, you don't even know that just changed my whole day. Cause I'm about to lose it. <laughs> you missed the dance. Y'all, y'all missed the dance. <laughs> But, you know, this, this this story is horrific, and I've been talking about it on my Instagram about how just I, I will never get over the fact that these people watched this man murder this man and then had two people help him because I couldn't watch the tape. Oh, I haven't watched it. I couldn't watch the video, but I saw, like, pictures against my own will. And also then people, like, kind of giving me the verbal rundown of the tape. And there was a black man who helped restrain him. And you're just like... At what point did y'all's mind say, yeah, this is what I, I'm supposed to do today? I hope that they genuinely cannot sleep. I hope their bowel movements are disrupted. Not the bowel. I movements. hope they have chronic heartburn. I just really am like, I hope the people in their lives look at them differently. Like, damn, like that's what you want. Because I remember I had a homeboy who I found out tortured a mouse and I couldn't even rock with him after. Well, that's because that's very, I don't, that's not even weird. I don't even know. That's like crazy. <laughs> you see? <laughs> They need to all get just fired and shunned. This is a situation where they need to be banned to Mantua, like Romeo. Exile. Yes. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. I'm still mad about this. And if you're still mad, I want to hear from you. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we got Black Hero News. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Show happy Monday, everybody. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by Jeremiah, like the Bible. And on this day in Black History, May 8th, Carol Ann Marie Gist 
the first African-American woman to win the Miss USA title was born. May 8th, 1969 in Detroit, Michigan. What's up, the D? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the D. Also, the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters, the trailblazing Black Labor Union, was organized by A. Philip Randolph. A. And, Philip Randolph did something else. I know, that because that's a name that we all know, and I'm just a. like... A. Philip Randolph. Why do I know that name? Because, you know, I'll be in my Black History bag, so I know this is a person that did something else besides his labor union. But shout out to labor unions, because we're definitely in labor union season. <laughs> Well, it's we are definitely in labor union season. Well, really what it is, is that he was a civil rights activist. And by starting this union, it was a very big movement in this in civil rights activism because he started it in 1925. Gotcha. And so to create this support system for like black workers who remember 925 is like that's pre-depression. That's pre-depression. That's Jim Crow just crowing, okay? That's, we're still in reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's the Roaring Twenties, but it's still like, well, yeah, y'all. Yeah, man. So, uh, and by the way, he was born in Crescent City, Florida. Shout out to Florida. Shout out to Florida. The black people in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> that part. That part. I guess the allies too, if you're, if you're there. Allies, hook, conspirators, all y'all. <laughs> but really, it's just, ah, crazy times. Speaking of crazy times, we got Black Red News for you. And uh, it's just upsetting that we have yet another one of these to report. That is correct. We have another mass shooting that took place over the weekend in Texas that we're going to break down and talk about. Plus, on a brighter note, Timbaland uses AI for good to make a longtime dream come reality. Also, we got to talk about your new podcast episode, which is also kind of sad in a way. Yeah, yeah. The side effects of police gangs. But it's not. we got some vital information for the people regarding this episode that they can use. So it's not too doom and gloom. Listen, I'm just excited to be able to come here every day and give y'all information and also like have a good time and, mm-hmm. and you know, at the very least be in community. Because I think that's what's really necessary. And as we watch so many of these news channels continue to regress into just monetary funds for Republican BS, it's going to be people like supporting shows like this that are going to allow for there to be like other resources uh, for news and on non-biased resources for news. I know some people are like, Amanda, you're biased. No, no, I'm not biased. I'm just right. All right, keep it calling. Keep calling. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. What is it? The Amanda Seals Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible, and it's time to get into some Black Hero News. So we have some sad news out of Texas over the weekend. Eight people are dead, and at least seven others are injured after a mass shooting outside of Dallas at the Allen Premium Outlet that took place on Saturday afternoon. According to the police, the shooters also did um, bring the death total to nine. So this is just a really tragic scenario. People out shopping on a Saturday are now dead. The shooter also, they took a long time to identify him. And it turned out that he was a white man using an AR-15 and was linked to neo-Nazi groups. This is like, you know, I've only, only been here for like three weeks, Amanda. And it's probably like the fourth mass shooting we've talked about on the show, mm-hmm. probably. And honestly, every day, like, and this is the one, these are just the ones we talk about on the show, like outside of the right, show. Right, because there so were like many. mass shootings in Mississippi this weekend. like, there, And there's, there's shootings that we don't hear about. Right. Um, and it's like... I just find myself being more anxious. Like you feel like you, you said something earlier today when we were um, doing something else about how we're not the minority in the sense of people. Who well, I said we're, we're a, dim, we are a diminishing statistic. Mm-hmm. 
We're a diminishing statistic because we are every with every mass shooting, we become part of a smaller group of people mm-hmm. that have not been affected yet mm-hmm. by mass shootings. Because before they were kind of like silos, like, oh, it's a school shooting. Like, yep. I'm, not, I'm not in school. I ain't been in school in so many years. <laughs> right. But now it's like the movie theater. Then it's like concerts. Now it's the mall. The grocery store. Church. Like, where can you go and be and feel safe? You can get killed at home. If you can't go to Bella Noches, then where, where can, can you, you go? go? It's upsetting me in my home, girl. Because we feel like, well, damn, if you can't go to Bella Noches, where the hell could you go? And it's just, I don't know how you feel in Amanda, but I'm really, these days I'm like, ooh. Lord, Jesus, take the wheel. You know what? I think, honestly, like, I just, I don't fear death at this Mm -hmm. point. So I think that's really what it is. But you have a lot more work to do. You know, like, at this point in my life, I just feel like whatever happens, happens. Like, (laughs) I'm definitely not there yet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I have, I have a trust. I have a will. Like, whatever happens, happens. And I feel like my spirit has kind of come here and done the the best that it can with what it's been given. And so at this point, like whatever happens really happens. And we have an episode coming up with um, MC and political activists and just social justice advocate and just all around great person uh, and moral technique. And he was talking about how Harry Balafonte had told him that mm-hmm. with every movement, there has to be the thinker and the hammer. And, you know, the thinkers, of course, the philosophizer, but the hammer is like how you like push things through. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I spent a lot of time being the hammer. You know, I was at the protests. I was in the streets. Like I was just really trying to be like as much muscle as I could. Right. And then at this stage in my life, it's like I'm the thinker Mm -hmm. more so. But regardless, I think that's why I don't have the same level of anxiety that you have. But I understand completely why you do. Do you feel the same? I think part of it, too, is not just me, but like other people around me. Because like you said. I also don't have kids. That's true. But I think even for me, like I think about like my parents who are like older now. I'm like you, like you saw like in Tops, the top shooting in Buffalo, things like that. And it's kind of like to your point, it might actually be you, but even people in your ecosystem getting affected by these things even like makes me think about it more. Like I'm like, how are my friends doing? Like in other parts of the country, my brothers, right? My like these aren't even happening in like like it's happening in like Dallas. Like it's happening right. in like major metropolitan cities where you know people. There was just like an active shooter in Atlanta. Like what was that yes. last week? And I'm just like. Like I had a friend who works in like Midtown in the hospital and like she like everyone was texting me like, are you OK? Like what's going on? Because you never know. You never know because you look at me just going out into the, the world and it's like you're in the wrong place, wrong time. Well, I hope that, you know, the, the, we wanted to talk about this from this point of view, because at this point, you know, you can get your news and the facts about this last week over the course of the weekend. But I think not enough of us are talking about just kind of. The impact of it. The humanity element of it and how we manage. And I think that's where when we talk about gun laws, there's people who are still talking about gun laws from Siri, from literally just like a ivory tower kind mm-hmm. of um, on paper conversation and are not really acknowledging that like these are real lives. People are burying like friends, family and children. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Hit me up. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you heard it. That was dead air. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Do you find yourself feeling anxious? You know, to go out. Do you find yourself looking for exits? Like, what are what do you feel like you do to to kind of ease your mind when your children are going to school? Give us a ring one eight five five Amanda eight. Because sometimes you know when people hear other people speak about like their experience, their concerns, their frustrations, their anxieties, it makes them feel stronger to get through theirs. And we really need to lean on community because we definitely can't lean on government. One eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back with uh, Timbaland leaning on AI. Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. 
Yes, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we got... <laughs> nice. We got some more uh, Blacker News, right? We do. So Timberland, you know Timberland. You know, from... Was it 757? Yeah, okay. VA. 757. Ricky mm-hmm. made a long time dream come true using AI. We always talk about the creepy side of AI. Yes. But he found to get it in, I guess. Because he, had, he was able to achieve his long life dream of working with Biggie. Small, notorious B.I.G., Check this out. All right, so I'm sitting here, and we know that it's a lot of talk about AI. We know how the feeling of violating certain things, but let me tell you something. I got to share something I've been working on because I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to work with Big, and I never got a chance to until today. It came out right. Play. How do you feel about it? How do you how are you feeling? Hip hop head seals. I mean, I, it was it was a bit muffled. But from what I did here at first, I was like, I'm not sure about this. And then I realized I was hating. And so then I removed <laughs> that from my consciousness and was like, you know what? It does. Listen, Timbaland is a hip hop head. Like right, he's right, using right. sounds of the era. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. And like I, when I was listening, I was like, you know what? I could hear like big on this. I, we we lost out. Right. He was on like 25, which I, I when I hear that, I'm like, oh, wow. Because he's because obviously we're on the same generation. So I know. In my head, it's like, oh, he was so much older. Same with Pac. I'm older than he was at this point. I'm yeah. like, wow, that that's a short life. They were so young. They have so much impact, too. Exactly. Because they were so Good and so prolific. Mm. And honestly, I mean, Pac put out like album after album, album, but like Big only got to put out those two albums, you know, and there has been posthumous big albums that they've done, you know, Mm. with his vocals that he had laid down, but maybe didn't get to like put out. And then they had like remix albums. But the AI thing is very, is very interesting because Mm. you can make completely new projects but it means like you have to be able to write as good as them right because some of these be sound a little shaky bakey well that was the part that i wasn't sure about <laughs> was when like, i was hearing it i was like i need to hear the actual lyrics because eh. right now that being said are there any ai collabs that you would actually like to see or hear um i mean i'm a big tlc fan you know they've released albums since the passing of left eye mm-hmm. and one of the things they said in their interviews is that like there are no more left eye verses anywhere like there are no like archival verses they can like use on songs oh, so i would love to see them kind of like figure out how to like create mu- new music with her voice even though i still think ai is kind of weird um yes. but the second one is i want to see another janet michael recollab because i don't really think scream is a good uh, indicator of what that could be as like two big pop stars. Scream was a cool song, but I'm like, you think of Janet and Michael? I think maybe a ballad. A ballad, ooh. Like, yeah. I get so lonely. Yeah. Oh my God, please. Like, I can't take it. Y'all, my love for Janet is so, <laughs> so deep. Like, let's wait a while uh, dun, 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 dun. before mm. it's too late. I mean, there was just hits upon hits. Right. So imagine they remake some hits. That's what I'm saying. Mike. No, you're right. You're what right. about you? What are you thinking? I would love to hear, I know this may sound like a weird combo, but I would love to hear a Tupac, Bob Marley collab. Oh. Okay. Okay. I mean, I can kind of hear that. I don't know. I just feel like it would be very, very revolutionary. 
I don't know. I just, okay. I think both of them just had, you know what, actually, but I would want them to do a collab, an AI collab that's not like talking about like maybe the system, but more so just talking about- <laughs> like, like a vibe. Like, yeah, or like talking about like black love or something because both okay. of them were actually like very, very like sensitive men, mm. you know, that really were tapped in. So that's something I would be so curious to hear. I see no changes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, I'm right. Fine. No, I <laughs> don't. I don't. And I also, I would love to hear like- a Whitney with maybe anybody, honestly. Okay. Like, see the thing with AI though is you need somebody to can like who can mimic their voice in a uh-huh. way before they add the voice. Okay, so who, who somebody gotta be able to hit them Whitney like belts. And I, I mean, Melanie that. Fiona can hit a Whitney belt. Okay, that means add Whitney's voice. Over. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, I really do trust that Melanie Fiona can hit okay. a Whitney belt, and if she can't, we know that Ms. Cox. Oh, Deb. <laughs> she can do it. She could do it. She, she could do it. You're right. Let's make that happen. <laughs> we'll be right back. That's it for Black Your News. What do you got coming up next? Coming up, we're going to talk about the latest edition of Small Doses Podcast, your other podcast available on Urban One Podcast. Yes, right. Side effects of police games coming well, up next. On the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. Now, Amanda, this week on your podcast, Small Doses, you talked about the side effects of police gangs with journalist Cerise Castle, and she had this to say about the importance of local elections. Is all of this is controlled by elected officials, right? The Board of Supervisors is the one that decides the budget. The Sheriff's Department, he's an elected official too, and he's the one that decides what policy is going to be for members. It's the district attorney who decides that they're not going to file on, you know, deputies that are members of criminal gangs and participating in criminal activity. They're responsible to us. They're beholden to us, the voters. And we need to not be afraid to call them out when they're not doing what we're doing. You know, writing a letter, leaving a message, showing up at a press conference. And I know people love to do that, yelling at them. That's (laughs) that's your First Amendment right. She's spot on. (laughs) Listen, but what she's saying is that a lot of times we don't make our presence felt to these people. Mm-hmm. And so they really are just able to go about their business as they see fit. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other part, though. I don't think a lot of people are just ignoring this, but people don't have time. Right, right. You to know, to meetings and be out here. And so it becomes a matter of like making it a part of your life and lifestyle. And I say that as somebody who had to really like build into my life, mm-hmm. caring about politics on another level. Like the next thing I'm about to learn is I'm about to learn every congressperson and senator's name. Oh, that's like how how you learn in 50 states in elementary school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm about to learn. I want to learn their names. Like the next, um, PA that I get, like there's going to make flashcards. They're going to make flashcards for bills for me. Like I want to be able, cause you have to understand I'm a cancer. Once I start liking something, I become an expert at it. Okay. Okay. So like, I want to be able to like pull this stuff out of my, out of my brain, not my ass. (laughs) I think something she said that was key, though, too, is like the local part. We think about like presidential elections, we midterms, but a lot of things that affect us directly are happening on those, the local level, our school board, who fixing the road. So that's part of my, that's part of my flashcards, too. Like, okay. I need to know the alderman, the councilman mm-hmm. of my neighborhood. Like, these are things that you are so right about, but that people really don't know about and that we have to continuously repeat to people mm-hmm. that your local elections determine how you live right, right. locally. Mm-hmm. Like the, the president is important, but the man down the street in city council is more important. It's who's going to make yeah. sure that your street mm-hmm. gets fixed. Like mm-hmm. all those potholes on your street, 
that's going to get addressed because your city council person is going to be going to the budget meeting, demanding mm. that they allocate part of the budget to your part of the town. So here's a good example. My homeboy in New Orleans, right? He said that there was like a situation on his block where they were doing construction and they were just like continuously blocking off the block. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you just couldn't get through the block. And it wasn't because there wasn't room. They just weren't doing what was supposed to be done. Okay. And he was like, people coming out here yelling at them, screaming at them all the time. He was like, yo, they're like, now it's like a war on the block. Okay. He said he was telling somebody about this and they were like, well, you need to go to your council member. Right, right, right. He was like, what you mean? He went to the council member. The council member was like, I mean, I'm here for y'all, but nobody utilizes me. And so I kind of just don't even necessarily know solitaire. about certain things. And so he literally used <laughs> Matt. He's playing solitaire. So he was like, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Do you know that it got dealt with? Now, let me also yeah, state that the ahead. council member also needed to be in the neighborhoods that he is council member. Right, in. right, right. But to your point, though, like a lot of it is that we talk about it amongst ourselves, like we need to get this done, but never talk to the person whose job it is to get, to get it, it done. Because I think, too, we think it's like it's not accessible. And sometimes yes. it's, you, it's an email. It's a phone call. Sometimes there is a lot of bureaucracy and red tape. Yeah. But sometimes it's just a phone call. And never y'all call. Trust me, people don't like phone calls. No, they don't. People do not like phone calls. <laughs> I don't even like phone calls. <laughs> Well, we love phone calls here at the Amanda Seal Show, though. So <laughs> give did, us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Tell me about your local elections. Have you voted in a local election? Did you feel a difference when you did? And uh, also, I want to hear from you all, like, have you ever used your local right. situation? Like, your alderman, your councilman, your school board? Like, have you ever been a part of any of these things? And what was the outcome? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Stay right here, y'all. The phones are hot. So we're going to take some calls on the Amanda Seals show when we get back. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals show. You know, all year long, we are celebrating the 50 years of hip hop. And last week, Amanda talked about the greatest rap crews of all time during her Black Spin section on Black Joy Fridays. And y'all had a lot to say. And anytime you want to call us, give your thoughts, call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone. I just want to check in and let you know some of the best hip-hop. So when they give the awards, they say best hip-hop duo or group. So I think they're counting whether it's two members or three. So you got to go Outkast. You got to go Fuji. You got to go Eric B. and Rakim. And BDP, Boogie Down Productions. So that's my word. Because mm -hmm. there was some discrepancy we had on Friday about whether, you know, a duo counts as a group. Yes. And you feel like a, a duo is a duo and a group is a group. That's just for me, though. Right, I mean, right, I know right. that people do consider a duo a group. Mm -hmm. And Outkast is definitely one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. Literally of all time, though. Mm -hmm. Like, there's actually no question. Like, they got pop pits and regular, like, rap pits. That's hard. She also mentioned the Fugees. And I was listening to the Fugees album, The Score, the other day. And it was just incredible. But there's a lot of criminality in <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the going I don't think they having a reunion tour no time soon. Apparently, this whole prize with the China thing is <laughs> you know how crazy that sounds. <laughs> no prize with the whole China thing. So apparently, like I don't know, I, I heard more about it and that he, I guess, was over in China and then discovered that they were like holding certain Americans like as prisoner and so then he, he, like intel. So then he like came back to America and was like, hey, this is going on. So then America was like, well, I mean, how did you know that? And like, <laughs> I, that's what I heard. But you know, you ain't hear that from me. Um, when we get back, we got politicians say the darndest things and we're actually flipping it this week. 
for our sanity, we're going to play some politicians actually saying this thing. the smartest things. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into that plus our 60 second headlines. It's all coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and uh, happy birthday on my Tauruses. It's May 8th, and it is, I mean, I guess we have, it's rapper Takashi 69's birthday, if, if that's even true, because we know he'd be lying. He did be lying. And snitching, so. <laughs> According to the streets, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know the man. I don't know the man. Well, we do know that we got some stuff for you this hour, so we got to get into it. What's coming up? Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things, but we flipping it this time. Yes. With some good politicians saying some good things. Yeah. Which we also love because, cha. these days. Plus, we got some 60-second headlines because there's so many stories that we want to tell you about, but not spend a whole break on, really, really. And then we got the big up, let down. Yes, yes, y'all. Who's going to get the big up? Well, I can tell you now that it is Nurses Week, and so all week long, I'll be bigging up some of my favorite nurses. We also got the let down, and that is going to go to a person in the Oakland A's announcer's booth letting the ER on the N-word fly. Yeah, we're going to get into that, so make sure you stick around. We got more for you. Don't forget, get your tickets to Smart Funny and Black Live. They're available at amandaseals.com. It's going down May 18th in Los Angeles. Jaleel White, versus Wayne Brady. And if you're not able to make the show, but you want to support the show, you can donate at smartfunnyandblack.com. Your money will go towards providing free tickets to somebody who wants to see the show but may not have the funds to go. We know we got to be a community, y'all. So make sure that you try and support in any way you can, even if it's just to tell a friend, hey, did you know about that show? You should go. It's going to be a good one. Just like this show. It's a good one. You listen, laugh, and learn every day at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Amanda Seals, and I am here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it is time to get into another edition of Politicians Politicians Say the Darndest Things. Except, you know what? Today, we got a little remix on it. And it's Politicians Say the Smartest Things. Yes. So today's Politicians Say the Smartest Things is Anchorage, Alaska Democrat Representative Jenny Armstrong. Last summer when I was door knocking, a teen answered a door that I came to. Their parents weren't home, and even though this teen was not old enough to vote for me, I asked them what I could do for them if I was elected. This teen, who was transgender, told me, trans kids just want to be happy. Why don't people want us to be happy? I told them that if I was elected, I would be one of the first three out LGBTQ people in this body. And I told them I would do everything for them and their happiness. And I intend to keep that promise. Unfortunately, this session, we have had a disturbing fixation on the bodies of children. And I cannot help but wonder what Alaska's future would look like if we put that same attention to their hearts and their minds. I am here today to stand up for my neighbor and for all of the children and families that do not have a voice in this building. As the Bible says, love thy neighbor as thyself. The last time I checked, there is not an asterisk next to the word neighbor. So she got very emotional, you know, and I didn't even realize that there was a whole trans issue going up in Alaska. It's too cold. (laughs) 
<laughs> but also I just need everybody to stop bringing the Bible into the session. I mean, I do love everything she was saying and her heartfelt passion about standing up for trans kids and being a legislator that actually represents mm -hmm. the people. But why is everybody quoting the goddamn Bible? Well, because I think people use the Bible in opposition of trans people. So I think they try to like flip it back. Like, no, no, I hear that. I just want to hear it not mentioned at all. Right, right, right. It's just not... It, even when I hear people on my comments say things like, you know, what's going on with guns? This is sin or, you know, there's too much of the devil at work, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just like, at a certain point, y'all just sound like these other people, but just mm -hmm. saying something else. Mm -hmm. Like it still doesn't mean that you have a counter reproach or a counter attack. You're using the exact same language. Right. And if I didn't see you on my page you would just be them saying it on another page talking about us. Mm -hmm. So what's the, like, I am happy though, that, um, representative Armstrong, like she's like, she said, like, you know, being an out, um, queer person in the legislature, bo legislative body and representing for like trans kids. I feel like right now we see this first wave of legislators who are their full selves. Yeah. I'm sure man. there were several. Yeah. Oh, uh, queer. Oh yeah. Queer Hoover was out here. Right. But I think, but I think too that they're um, representing that um, faction of society in a genuine way, like because because it's, yeah. it's their experience. It's them. Like it's not just the kid; it's me too. Like Zoe Zephyr in Montana. Right, right, right. And they put her outside on that bench. And then they took the bench. bench. Ooh, can you imagine them taking the bench? Well, she was still, for me. Still <laughs> wasn't Rosa Parks, but yes, <laughs> yes. So I love to see that. I think I love to see this new um, era of politicians that are. That are empathetic at the least, <laughs> at the very least. Well, you know what? It also means that they are still connected to their human experience mm -hmm. as citizens. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of these politicians are career politicians who yeah. have really become disconnected from what it means to have your life being affected by someone making laws for you because they've been empowered to make laws for so long. Right. And it's so like a regular day in the office, which is why I feel like there has to be term limits and really people should not be allowed to be career politicians. Listen. That's my point of view. That being said, you know, here we got this 80 year old man running again. And you know, if I'm being honest, like obviously I'm going to have to vote for him because I'm not going to vote for the alternative. Right. That's definitely not going to happen. No. And I want to see Kamala get some more silk presses. Maybe she'll do like a French roll. <laughs> second, second. The consistency with which you bring up French rolls is somewhat comforting uh, because it's very prom 99. My mama had a French roll growing up. Like that's what I think of when I think of black women at French roll. Yes. And it's very prom 99, <laughs> except if she was at prom 99, she would have had stars <laughs> on the sides. I'm going to show you a picture in the break. I show you a <laughs> Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We got 60 second headlines when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We out of here. It was a heavy weekend. It was a heavy weekend, but I hope yes. your Monday started off light and I hope we were able to bring it in easy into your Monday like it's your first time. It's your first time. Okay. <laughs> I'm Amanda Seals joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible and thank you for listening to the show. We covered a lot of stories, okay? Mm. We talked about these like fake Trump electors yes. who just asked for immunity woo -woo, in Georgia. Listen, when you see people asking for immunity, that means they're trying to tell the truth, <laughs> spill the beans and not go to jail. It was also a mass shooting in Texas. We also saw Chris Brown and Usher. Allegedly getting into a fight. We actually did. You're right. We didn't see it. We heard. We heard about it. There Apparently was, there, there was, was like, a scuffle. There was a little clip that went around. I was like, look, this is pre-scuffle. And it's like, is this, That's is this a fight happening? not helping us. We also heard a white man named Richard Dreyfus, who's a very famous actor, say some of the dumbest comments I've ever heard about the new inclusivity rules that are being put in place for the movie industry. Yeah. 
He said that Lawrence Olivier played a black man brilliantly. In black man. Get out of here. But we also talked about my Small Doses show, uh, Small Doses podcast, our latest episode debuted last Wednesday. Every episode, every new episode airs on Wednesday. And we had Sharice Castle, who's an incredible journalist, mm-hmm. sit down with us to talk about the side effects of police gangs. She uncovered over 20, I thought it was 30, but she apparently, is, it's like 24, it's 24. Okay. Over 24 police gangs in the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, which... Uh, so it's like, not regular gangs, but gangs within the police department. Mm-hmm. Just so people are clear. Yes, just yeah, not like the Cribs, the Bloods. Right. No, these are police... Who have their own gangs. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the rules in order to get in these gangs is really crazy. And it includes death a lot of times. Killing folks. Citizens. Yeah. So you want to check that episode out, make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast. If you missed any part of this show, you can check out the latest episode of the Men and Seal Show podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You also can stay connected with us on social at Seal Said It. Plus, call us, y'all. We like your phone calls. Our phone lines are always open 24-7 at one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. All right, now, coming up on Tuesday's show, we got Black Red News, Big Up Let Down, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, apparently has a bill restricting Chinese people from buying land in Florida, and it passed in the House. What in the Chinese exclusion act is going on? Listen, we're also going to big up Julie, my egg freezing nurse. (laughs) (laughs) All that and more on this lovely Nurses Week right here on the Amanda Seal Show. And we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.